Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingo are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we are developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Bianca. And my name is Jeremiah. And I'm so excited about today, about the teaching that we're going to talk about today. I hope that it inspires you, gets you ready. Are you ready for this title? Leaders are extra. Hey. Leaders are extra. They are extra. I've got to tell you this story. So when I was in Bible college, I just came out of a pretty uh, developing season of my life where I was in a drug rehab and I gave my life to Jesus and I started following his plan for my life. And I was so excited about God's call on my life. And I was excited about making a difference and preaching. And, you know, I was just really pumped up about it. Some of my heroes were Bible preacher people. And I was like, man, I want to be great someday. And I remember being in the the freshman in this college. And I remember one of the upperclassmen coming to me one day and he says, when are you going to stop being like this? Mm. And I was like, being like what? You know, and he's like, being like what? You know, like he was all like, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I was like so excited. I worked hard all the time. You know, I took everything really seriously as far as like the things that needed to get done. I did them. I worked really hard and I had fun and I was enjoyable to be around and stuff. Everything I thought that a person should be, you know, that was following Jesus. And he was like, listen, we we all know that nobody can be like that happy all the time, you Mm. know, and he was basically saying like, stop being being what we would call extra today you know and I, I thought it was so interesting because I've found that when someone is being extra, and let's just say extraordinary, All right. they're being extraordinary in their lives, a lot of times it points out the places in other people where maybe they're not going that place, where we're not going the distance in that area. It's true. And, and, and that, that occurrence really shaped me and marked me because I always wanted to make sure I never, I never lost that. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to make sure I never got into the place where now I'm going to tell other people who are doing something great, mm-hmm. hey, you need to chill out. You need to slow down. You need to come down to the level of everybody else. I've heard it said like this, dreamers expose the mediocrity of the average. That's good. Dreamers. So Joseph, he he stood out um, from among his brothers because he was a dreamer. And then they wanted to say, hey, we're going to put you in your place, you know. Mm. And I found that as a leader, I've got to figure out how I can maintain that same level of passion and energy in everything that I do. Because the whole idea of leaders are extra is that leaders do more, not less. That's good. So you're never going to get forward in a vision. You're never going to go somewhere and accomplish something great by doing less than what you did yesterday. That's good. You're always investing more. You're always putting more effort into it. And I think as leaders, we can't ever let uh, our people, the people we lead, out-effort us. That's good. I I don't think you ever get to that place where I'm just going to hit the coast button you know there are seasons of rest Mm -hmm. there's sabbatical seasons seasons where you just kind of take some time pause you know just recharge and stuff but i don't think that we get into a a coasting position regularly in our own selves in fact jesus himself taught this he said this in matthew chapter 5 verse 41 he says if someone forces you to go one mile with them Mm. go two miles 
That's good. And we call it like the extra mile or the extra mile service. Yeah. You know, you want to go in that distance. If there's if there's a customer, if you're selling a product, if there's something, you want to go that extra mile for that customer to let them know how valuable them being a patron in your restaurant, your store, whatever it is, so that they can feel and sense that you've gone the distance for them. It just provides that little bit extra. In the context here in this passage, Jesus is actually talking about a Roman soldier mm-hmm. could actually legally force someone to carry their bag one mile Mm. like you would have to do it because it's by by roman law but jesus is saying if someone forces you to do something you can go ahead and go twice that amount because of the level of servanthood that's within us that's good and it impacts i mean when we live that way when we have that conviction and that value it impacts those that get to witness yes it does and it's so rare it's extraordinary. Yes. So, and I, I remember people in my life that were extra. They were leaders that were extra. They always went the extra mile. So the average person would do ABC, but the extra leader would be doing D, F, G. I mean, they, they would do all the way to Z. Yeah. And it was incredible. I remember one of our pastor's wives, she, she just had this gift to decorate. She had this gift to make things beautiful. And when she would put out a faux plant or put out a decoration or a wreath or a bow, she didn't just set it on a counter or hang it on a hook. She was fluffing that ribbon. She was fluffing those the, the branches. And by the time her hands were done with that, it looked beautiful and breathtaking. She just knew how to go the extra mile. Mm. And as leaders, we're called to be extra. That's right. We're called to go that extra mile because we're not called to live regular, ordinary lives. That's so good. And we're not going to make the impact that Jesus has placed on our lives by doing things just like everyone else. Yeah. And so taking on that responsibility of saying, okay, how, how can I be extra this week? That's how so can good. I be extra in my, my workplace, in my church, in my home? And, and I think that we need to work outside of our job descriptions too. Mm. We need to exceed expectations. So we don't just do exactly what's in our defined role. Because yeah. when we do that, we're settling and we're refusing to be push past our our limits in this moment. Yes. But when we start saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do go beyond my work area and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Then I believe that, that we're going to really have a great impact. And I like to ask this question. If everyone in my church acted just like me, what kind of church would we have? Mm. And I think that we can apply that question to our workplace. If everyone at work did just like me, what kind of workplace would we have? If everyone in my home acted just like me, what kind of home would we have? Yes. And, and I really think that we need to push past defined roles at this point and say, you know what, I'm good. I want to work myself out of a job. Yeah. I want to be so good at adding value in every area that I'm just working myself out of of a job. And what that looks like is, is I am recruiting people. I'm involving people and basically reproducing myself so that I can step away and now do something new. And I know some people, and this is where insecurity, we have to watch it. Sometimes insecurity is like, no, I can't let go. This is my area. This is what I do. This is, this is what I'm good at. I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't give this away. I can't give this away because they think that it's going against the leadership, yeah. you know, and, and growth. But really that's the opposite. When we work ourselves out of a job, we become invaluable to any organization. Yes. It's like, I, I heard it once said that like a great leader can make a pen successful. Mm. 
like a great leader can hop around and make any area successful. Yeah. And that's because they just do extra. They just so go the extra mile in every task, in their energy, when they go to a meeting. They're not just showing up to a meeting. They're bringing stuff to the table. Yeah. They, they're proving that they should have a seat at the table yes. and they should have a voice in that organization. And so it's so, so important. And, and as we do that, I believe we're building a brand. Yeah. And it's not about us, it's about Jesus, but the brand that we represent, this character, this person that just goes the extra mile all the time, that yeah. we work at it with all of our heart as yes. working for the Lord. When we when we do that, people will know, oh, that's a person that I can depend on. Yeah. I mean, we all have brands we love. Mm -hmm. Like we, I, I love the brand Whirlpool. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably because I, I'm at home and I'm a mom and I'm a wife, but I love Whirlpool because they consistently put out dependable products that work well. Yeah. And so as we live our lives and as we lead, we're branding our life. Yeah. Would people be able to depend on us? And we have to have a vision for our life, but vision is not enough. Vision requires action. Yeah. yeah there, we have to act it out and, and make it happen. You got to get the job done. I love this idea that if, if everyone did just like me, what kind of, workplace, what kind of church, what kind of family. I mean, yeah. that's such a powerful idea because when you take the responsibility of that mm. and you say, because there's people who would say, well, I don't, I don't like going to church there. I'm, I'm, mm. And they would complain about something, but they're not willing to step forward and just get the job done themselves. That's so good. Like great churches are full of really great people who understand this idea that this church is going to be as great as I make it. Right. It's, it's going to be as powerful as I invest my time, my energy, my finances, uh, my family. Uh, we're going to invest into this place and make this place great. And that's part of growing up, too, yeah. and maturing is saying, you know what? I actually have way more control over this scenario because God has given me gifts and yes. talents and time and resources and creativity in my mind. Everybody is a creative genius. Yeah. It just takes time to be creative. Yeah. It just takes time to say, you know what? I'm going to think about this. If we see a problem, a leader doesn't just see a problem. A leader says, you know what? I'm going to find the solution yes. to this problem. And I'm not going to use my words to complain. I'm going to use my words to influence and speak yes. life into it so that it can turn around to be better. Yes. And that and, and that's something that we're all learning and growing so that we can help things be lifted as leaders. And when we get this kind of energy going, like people want to be a part of it. People yeah. say, well, I have such a hard time finding and recruiting and training new leaders. How do I get more people involved? I mean, you create something that's powerfully excellent and people are just drawn to it. They're just saying, I want to be a part of something great. That's something great. I want to be a part of that. Yeah. And so I think as we're kind of pursuing this idea of being extra, there's some ways that we can actually make ourselves more extra. One right. of them is to be relentless toward accomplishing that vision that we have. Yeah. There are obstacles, there's roadblocks, there's hiccups in the, along the way, things that want to slow us down. And what we've got to do is we've got to push through all of those things, push through failures. Mm -hmm. Come on, we're in the leadership lab here. Yes. In labs, you do a lot of experiments and probably 98% of the experiments don't pan out. That's right. They are just unsuccessful, but yeah. you get those breakthrough moments. And in yeah. leadership, it's the same way. You just keep trying. You just keep going for it. You keep making it happen. And I'm telling you, you're going to get breakthrough and we've yeah. just got to keep pursuing that level of excellence in our own lives. And there's that character development that happens only when you fail. Yes. I think I grow more 
after I fail. That's good. Because then I'm like, oh, I don't want to fail again. Yes. I want to get this right the next time. And so I learn. I, I I look myself in the mirror. I ask the hard questions. I'm critical of myself, not in an unhealthy way, but a way so that I can get better. Yes. And so if we're not failing, we're, if we're not trying enough stuff. And the character that God builds in us when we persevere even through failure. Yes. Like there's something just about doing it again that just creates just something powerful that God does inside of our hearts. And when you don't feel feel yes. like it too. Yes. You just show up. There is a power in someone who just shows up and they've had a long day and it's been hard and they're tired, but they still show up. That is character. I love those kind of people, I'm telling man. you, when I, when I work out and I don't feel like it, I consider those some of my most successful workouts. Yeah. Not because I feel like I gave the most energy or I burned the most calories, but because I showed up and I pushed through when I did not feel like yeah, it. So good. And that's that's a leadership quality that we all have to continue to develop. And here's the thing. If you're not making mistakes, you're probably not trying enough new things. That's good. It's true. The very fact that you're failing says that you're trying something new, that you're trying to expand, you're trying to grow, you're trying to become better. And it's good. It's okay to fail. Yeah. It's okay to just not every single time just hit it on the money. People love people who are just real and honest and just genuine and they just are attracted to people that just say, hey, you know what? I messed up. I just want to own up to it. I failed in this right here, but I, I'm per I'm keeping on going, you know, yeah. and it's just, it's just powerful when those kind of moments arise. Something else to kind of consider as you want to become extra is having a, a deep commitment to excellence at the same time, having a deep commitment to personal growth. That's good. Because I want to, I want to be excellent, but I want to get better. I want to be a better leader. I want to be better at the things that I'm doing. So I want to have some opportunities to actually get better. I've heard somebody said, Hey, if I'm going to chop down a forest, I'm going to spend the first few hours of the morning sharpening my saw. That's good. I'm, I'm going to spend some time working on me, me getting better. You're doing this by watching and listening to the podcast. Yes. You're saying I'm going to invest in me so that I can become a better leader. But you got to have this deep commitment to excellence too. You got to have this idea that says, man, I'm going to create a five-star organization team that people can join and be a part of that is going to just light a fire inside of them because of the environment that I'm creating as a leader. And we can, we can say that all day long. So we've got to ask ourselves, what am I doing in my life to stretch myself? That's good. So what are some things that I'm doing that I'm intentionally doing so that I can get better as a leader? Yeah. So that I can be committed to excellence because I'm also growing as an individual. Yes. So what does that look like? And so asking ourselves that question is, is where are those areas? Where am I stretching myself? Because here's the thing. Life's going to stretch us either way, yeah. whether we like it or not. But there's a difference between life stretching you and you stretching you. Mm. And you've got to decide all of us have to decide okay I want to be stretched in this way in this way in this way and I'm going to add these mini habits and habit stack in this area so that and it's just little periods of growth yes that really pay off huge dividends in the end and so we have to be intentional about stretching ourselves and so I want us to to ask ourselves that question this week yeah is how are we stretching ourselves beyond our capacity right so now good. And it's going to be great. That's so good. Uh, one of one of my close friends, he would say it like this. He would say that you need to do it afraid. Mm-hmm. Because there are just some things that just come up and it's just like, maybe it is starting again after that failure. Yeah. You know, and just saying, man, I just don't know if I let people down too much or whatever. And 
and and just to do it afraid like even though you're you're scared in trying it just do it anyway because that's when you're going to see that growth it's when you go beyond your ability that you find that your capacity enlarges and now you have more capacity for doing greater things you never really know what you're capable of and what's inside of you mm. until you just start doing it that's it and you could be shaking you could be like oh man this could be the worst mistake this could be the biggest failure of my career but because you're doing it and you're in that moment you actually, there's something happening yeah. and you're like, oh, I just did that. Yeah. You know, I, I did it. I may not have done it like the best. And here's the thing. If you're starting something new, we need to throw perfectionism out the window and say, you know what? I'm not going to do it like someone who's been doing it 10 years. That's right. So we need to lower our expectations. I think that there's there's a difference between having a standard of excellence and having unrealistic expectations so of ourselves. The first time we're trying something. So good. And we care too much about what people think. And so we're like, oh, you know what? But people are resilient. So even if we let someone down, when we all do it, we, we drop the ball, we miss it. People accept apologies. Yes. As long as we just quickly say, you know what, that was on me. Yes. I failed. That's right. My mistake. No excuses. Yeah. That's on me. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. I'm I'm committed to you. Yes. I'm committed to being better so that I don't keep doing that. People are like, ah, oh, it's, it's fine. Because you know what? They're making mistakes too. That's right. And so if we're not making mistakes, if we're not apologizing regularly to people because we're not trying enough. Yeah. We're just not trying enough. So good. This has been stretching. I've loved this conversation, and we want you to continue this conversation. Man, watch this podcast. Listen to it with a group. Open up the show notes that we have on the website and download them and discuss some of these ideas together because I believe that when the team gets better together, there's dynamic growth that takes place, and I believe it's going to be transformative for you, your leadership, and your team. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation today. Let's go grow our leadership. 